Welcome to Attenuation, a weekly podcast where two friends come together to drink beer, discuss beer styles and trends, and just generally ruminate on the meaning of life, aka beer. If you enjoy your time with us, we invite you to become a weekly listener and subscribe to the podcast. Without further ado, here is this week's episode. Hello, and welcome back to episode 96 of Attenuation, a beer podcast. My name is Jason, and I'm joined by my best friend since 8th grade, Stephen. Hello. How's it going, sir? I almost forgot what to say. I know, we haven't done this for a while. <laughs> Ooh, okay, welcome back. Thanks. Baby's here. Baby's here. And so you know what's... You kept the baby alive for, what, nine weeks? Nine weeks, the baby's still alive. It's a Impressive. miracle. <laughs> <laughs> house plants that would be very jealous right? mm, they don't give you any instructions actually they do that's a, that's kind of a lie they give you instruction sheets yeah yeah um but yeah you gotta you gotta figure a lot of stuff out on your own <laughs> no er visits yet no oh that's, we've that's called impressive. the we was... probably called the advice line like 14 <laughs> times they're like oh this dude again Mm-hmm. Luckily, you get a different person every time. Oh, yeah, I'm yeah, sure they can see in the file. The record. Like, yeah. But we have not gone to the ER, knock on wood, yet. Oh, that's good. We were, I think, in the ER in the first three days ah. uh, for something stupid, and we definitely felt stupid after we left. But I don't think, like, I'm much closer to, to it than you, but the anxiety is... I'm already, like, an anxious person, but even I've talked to some of my friends who, like, are not anxious people. I actually include you in one of those, and they, they have... Uh, indicated that they felt extreme anxiety when they, <laughs> like in the first week of their firstborn baby so yeah. i think it's if you run to the er i don't think that's anything to be ashamed of yeah yeah it's uh it's normal yeah <laughs> well welcome back man we're i'm happy to be recording with you again you have no idea how ni- how good this feels <laughs> <laughs> so yeah i think we're just gonna kind of play catch up a little bit get back into the groove of things talk about some odds and ends yeah well there's been some some beer updates some some things i think to chat about so we definitely are not short of uh, material all right cool all right well let's drink beer so this will be only like <laughs> second or third beer i've drank since the baby's been born Dang. i know I, i'm prioritizing sleep over everything else as much as possible so all right i, I so. wish i could say i've been abstaining while you've been abstaining but <laughs> <laughs> well i've been missing that would be a it. lie yeah i got excited <laughs> to look in my beer fridge so i actually picked one i'm glad i looked at everything because i'm gonna drink as above so below from mortalis brewing oh nice okay and the reason i picked this is that i was perusing them my fridge and looking at the abv and this one's only 10 percent, so i think i can do it but it also said drink fresh don't age which is interesting because it's a stout so i was like oh I better drink this then. So, so I, I I have some, sorry to interject, I have some new perspective on this. I, I was listening to someone talk about like how you should drink your cellar, like stop, stop aging your beer, just drink fr- everything fresh. Okay. Everything. Because even a brewery, say Fremont's releasing their Dark Star or whatever, their 2022 vintage, right? It's, it's spent time in the barrels, right? They've, they've aged it. That makes sense. So the brewery is aging it 
to what they think is perfection. Now take it home and drink it, right? Like stop taking it home and thinking that you're going to make it better because you age it now <laughs> for two, three years. So anyway, I'm all about just drink everything fresh. Well, that makes a lot of sense. It's not really because I'm sure. Well, I'm not even cellaring them right because they're in a fridge. So in they're not changing that much because they're sealed up in a bottle. It's not like they're still in a barrel. Yeah, exactly. So I could definitely get behind that. All right, so I poured this. It's um, extremely dark, very minimal head. And oh, I forgot to say this is um. So this is Imperial Stout uh, brewed with coffee and then marshmallow. I like it. Mm, it definitely has a creamy note. You can kind of smell like marshmallow. It smells like um a little bit like toast, like toasted marshmallow and graham cracker and a little bit of coffee note, a little bit of dark chocolate. Yeah, it smells good. It's very interesting. I think I'm going to like this one because I think it's going to be sweet. All right, awesome. All right, what are you drinking, Steven? All right, well, this is a beer I picked up from a brewery here in Austin. It's kind of outside of Austin towards a town called Dripping Springs. They have a ton of good breweries. This brewery actually is just about half a mile from Jester King, uh, but it's called Beerberg. And the brewer is one of those, I mean, it's very Jester King-esque because they do some wild stuff and they, they're just very much about the land, about what they grow on their property. So this guy will just go out and pick weird weeds and mushrooms and he'll put it into beer and somehow it just ends up being amazing so i've had some really good beers from them this i was very excited about because this is an oyster stout oh cool and i haven't been able to find an oyster stout in a very long time Uh, it's just not one of those styles that you see very often so i thought if anyone could pull it off it would be beerberg just Mm -hmm. because they're so good at pulling off sort of weird beers weird adjuncted beers so this is just 5.8 percent so it's very um the smell is very amber ale smell smell more of a like caramely toffee it's not super roasty or super dark chocolate just has like a nice little hint of that toffee caramel just barely roasted malt smell Maybe a little sort of briny on the nose, like ocean water smell, like just mm-hmm. right in the very in the background. But definitely smells thin if you can if that makes any sense. <laughs> it doesn't smell like super thick or creamy or yeah. anything. Not getting that off thing. So we'll see how it drinks. But a dark color, fairly thick head that retained when it poured and then it's kind of come down to about just a couple centimeters. All right. All right, cheers, sir. Cheers. Okay, I picked a good one to return to the podcast with. <laughs> I had a feeling because it has 96 on Beer Advocate, that would be pretty good. Um, but yeah, this is like almost exactly what I like in a stout. It's brownie batter, like sweet brownie batter, like or like even maybe like chocolate cake batter, like right on the entrance. And then you get that like cream from the marshmallow. And then it kind of has like a rum note. It's interesting. And then definitely black coffee. The only thing I don't like about it is there's like a flash of the booze in the development. You kind of taste the alcohol for a second. And that's kind of, maybe that kind of is giving that rum note too. Okay. And then the finish is like just sweet marshmallow. But yeah, this is really good. I would drink this in a heartbeat again. It says, um, and, it, and there was a note on the website. It said they basically, during the brewing process, they take coffee and they lower it into the fermenter where it resides until that beer is complete. So <laughs> it's almost <laughs> like they dry hop it with coffee. Wow. Uh, which is insane. And it, just, it doesn't say from where, but it just says um, they partner with a local roaster. Um, so they basically say this is 
Oh, it says Jamaican Me Crazy Coffee. Mm-hmm. I guess it's a, a local uh, coffee place that they really like their coffee. But it, they basically say it's a cold steeped coffee beer almost, which huh, it's crazy. But yeah, you basically, nice. yeah, it's like coffee and chocolate cake batter. <laughs> and a little bit of vanilla. Really good. It's sweet. Like, you definitely have to drink it slow. But yeah, really good. Thumbs up for me. That sounds amazing. Yeah. Mortalis, uh, I've always, I mean, I, they're very well known for their fruit sours. Oh, okay. Sours, which are amazing. The best I've ever had are from Mortalis. But yeah, I've heard that their IPAs and stouts are good. So Yeah, this is, I think I'll have to check my uh, notes, but I think this might be the first thing I've ever had from Mortalis. So yeah, I really liked it. Check out awesome. If I, you know, if I can get anything else from them, I'll definitely try it again. Very cool. So thumbs up. Thumbs up. Nice. So mine's pretty good. It's uh, it almost drinks like a dark lager. Okay. It had like it has those roasted characteristics of like the darker malts, but it drinks very very smooth and crisp. Like it's very light bodied. So it's definitely giving me dark lager vibes. Okay. The saltiness of the oyster, like, that's what I always think of, like, what an oyster stout's going to bring is bring in some, like, briny saltiness. Yeah. To try and give you that, like, sort of salted caramel, salted chocolate flavor. I'm not mm-hmm. really getting much of that. Oh. It's really just a, like, thin-bodied stout. <laughs> that's kind of lame, because that's, like, yeah, the big draw, I feel like the oyster stout is that brininess that you're talking about. Yeah. So... It's good. It's like actually a pretty warm weather drinkable stout. Mm-hmm. I just, I mean, obviously it's brewed how it's brewed. I just like very much getting dark lager vibes off of this just because of how thin and crisp it drinks. So, but yeah. All right, cool. So wait, is that a thumbs up or? Uh, like a thumb sideways. Sideways, which for yeah. you is a thumbs down. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm not going to drink this again. I don't yeah. drink a lot of things again, but I wouldn't seek this out again. I actually, at the same time, I picked up a bottle of a Goza from them. It was a sumac berry Goza. <laughs> like what I said, is they, a put, sumac they put sumac berry. <clears throat> so it's interesting because when I drank it, I was like, "This tastes like lime, like almost like a key lime Goza." And Ooh. sure enough, sumac berries taste basically. They're very like lemon and limey. Okay. So yeah, it was it was good. It was definitely. I think better executed than this, but I like their stuff. It's a cool brewery. Okay, cool. All right, so one thumbs up and one thumbs sideways. Yeah, thumbs down. <laughs> thumbs down, a.k.a. thumbs down. <laughs> Definitely. We'll just call it what it is. <laughs> Effectively a thumbs down. All right, cool. Well, that was our drinking beer segment. And then next we have postscripts, where we correct things from previous episodes, beer news, which is self-explanatory, and story time with Steve. Yeah. I don't think we have any postscripts yeah it's been too long for that clean slate <laughs> yeah we're at it we're starting over on postscripts because i don't remember yep. uh but beer news there's a lot of beer news yeah do you have anything off the top of the, your head the mayonnaise beer is that beer news <laughs> yes that's the one i wanted to talk about <laughs> so i was just perusing okay so uh, let me say this because i'm close to martin house brewing okay they're in fort worth about three hours away but i am well within their like heavy distribution area okay. so i get ev- almost everything that they make at, at least everything they distribute i can get they make some weird stuff okay this brewery i swear 
they must be independently wealthy. These guys, or they're making <laughs> they're making so much money on their on their flagships that like they uh, they just I don't know how they spend the money, the time, and the resources on brewing such weird beers, like say a mayonnaise beer, or they just had their pickle fest. Okay. A couple weeks ago, the beers they had on tap were, of course, they have their best made pickle beer. It's very popular. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> they also had a spicy version, a ranch pickle version. They had a pickle peanut butter version. Uh, they had a fried pickle version. <laughs> they also have a watermelon pickle version, which actually is pretty good. I had that one. But they, the beers they are brewing are so weird and so niche. But like... Also, they're popular. Like, they sold out of the mayonnaise beer. Oh, did they really? Wait, did yeah, you see it, like, in stores or? No, I don't think it distributed. It just, they just had it at the brewery. Yeah. But they sold out. I mean, granted, they could make a fairly small batch. and Yeah. But, but like, did they make one batch and think, oh, yeah, this is the mayonnaise beer? Or how many batches did it take to actually work out? Like, dial it in? Yeah, dial in a mayonnaise beer or... Uh, you know, so that's why I'm always just like, how much money are they spending on making a, a, yeah, it's <laughs> a, man- a mayonnaise beer? And yeah, so again, I just think they have all the like they must just be sitting on this massive pile of cash. They can make whatever they want. And then somehow they probably end up making money on it because people are they just want to try something weird. I guess yeah, that's the, what they're doing. They're 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 yeah. capitalizing on my uh, need for new things. Well, we've talked about this before, that, like, Oreos have, like, Oreo and all these uh, corporate brands have kind of dialed in on this phenomenon that they can make, like, Coke's doing it now, where they make, like, Stardust Coke, and then everyone will buy it once. Or, like, Oreos and they makes, are terrible. Like, yeah, none of them are good, but they know, like, <laughs> if we make something novel, we just make one round of it, it'll sell out, because people like to try new things then I think they probably do make money. So maybe Martin House just knows, like, if they make something weird, it'll sell out. Even if it's not yeah. that great, because everyone will buy one just to try it. So they just kind of make, like, novels of beers. But I, yeah, I, so I read, um, there's a really fun subreddit called, I think it's called The Brewery. And it's basically just people that are in the business. It's not really from an, it's a little bit of owners, but a lot of people just, like, that work in brew houses will just, like, put random pictures. And it's a lot of, like, very technical questions like oh my canner is doing this weird uh error does anyone know how to fix it but i just like uh-huh. to read it I like i just like i just like to um like it's very voyeuristic for me because like <laughs> uh, we've talked about this before but like steven and i are terrified to like own a brewery because and there's actually a post the other day it like captured it so perfectly it's like someone basically posted like i love brewing beer so much explain to me like why i shouldn't open a brewery and it was basically kind of what we talk about, but like the market's saturated, so you're gonna face yeah. like unbelievable competition. And you might find once your livelihood depends on it, all the fun that you have like brewing it in your garage now is gonna vanish because suddenly you're gonna be stressed that like you can't pay your bills with your beer. And and the guy was like, oh yeah, I never really thought about it that way. But that's kind of what I'm like tapping into is like seeing all these problems that happen. And but anyways, yeah. I was just perusing that subreddit and then I saw this. Someone posted never a dull day in the brew house and it was a picture of the Martin House mayonnaise beer. And it, they actually did such a good job on the label because it looks like a jar of mayonnaise. It even has like the blue cap at the top, like the screw cap with the um, <laughs> uh, with the little on lines, the, you know. 
what is what is the brand of that? Best Best Foods? Best Foods? <sighs> Isn't it some? It's best. Yeah. Foods. What is it? Or real? It says real mayonnaise. Yeah. What is the brand? Is it Best Foods? Hold on. I'm gonna look up. Just if you look up. Yeah. Yeah. You probably do. It looks exactly like the. <laughs> you have. Wait. Is it? That. Is it Hellman's? Is it this one? <sighs> it looks a lot like that. Yeah. It has the bow. So they did model it after that. So it looks like that, and instead of where it says Hellman's, it says Martin House. And then there's the little bow, exactly like that. And then I instead of put my of saying, mayonnaise back in the fridge. <laughs> yeah, okay, put it back. I'll, I'll describe to the audience uh, what it looks like. And then where it would say real mayonnaise, they wrote real mayonnaise, just how they did on the mayo can, but they wrote beer at the end. So they basically kind of replicated... Yeah, they basically totally replicated what the Hellman's looks like, but they added the word beer, and then they put Martin House instead of Hellman's. <laughs> and then they put, like, the... It has, like, the blue cap with the, um, you know, like, with the ridges. It has ridges. So oh, can, I got you. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, so yeah. you can grip the top of the the, the <laughs> top of the jar and open it. So, yeah. So silly. So I texted that to Steven. and was just, like, laughing. And then even in the comment, someone was like... This, you have, in the comments, someone was like, if you have a picture of it in the... Um, like the fermenter and they showed a picture of it and it was like white and i was like oh it looks so awful this is like why would you make a mayonnaise beer this does not sound good at all i used to uh, donate plasma i used to donate all like sorts of blood products but plasma is one of them and if okay. you do and if you donate plas blood plasma if you I think they always said, like, avoid fatty foods the night before. I think it's, mm. like, people who are, like, chronically have a lot of fat in their diet. I didn't think, like, one meal could actually affect it. But you would, every once in a while, you'd see this plasma come out. <laughs> and instead of the golden color, which would be, like, very beer-like, <laughs> okay. it, would, it would look white. Like, it would have tons of fat in it. Like, Ugh. and it, we call it lipemic plasma. So, uh, <laughs> so yeah, I, I assume that's very similar, right? Get your yeah, nice I think that's kind of what it looked like. Beer colored plasma or your fatty white. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not good. So wait, was that if the plasma had that extra fat in it? Was it still? It was just no, as useful, or you couldn't use it? We would talk <gasps> really. Oh my gosh! We so they really just, didn't want you to. Yeah, we'd usually stop the procedure before because it. You know, as soon as it started to collect in the bag like that, we would just You're stop. like, oh, we can't use that. Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Don't want to give that to a patient. <laughs> that's not what they need. <laughs> no. Uh. Wild. Okay, and also the funny thing, too, now, like on Instagram, it's okay. pretty common to see, like, anything that anything weird that comes up. Like, so Martin House... They have a, it's actually coming up, I think, in the next few weeks, called Glizzy Fest. Do you know what a oh, Glizzy no. is? Is it a hot dog? Hot dog, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so so they have Pickle Fest, of course, and then they have Glizzy Fest. And it's like everything hot dog. They have hot dog flavored beers. and Oh, it's a weird stuff. Um, but there was a video that went viral a while back of this guy. And it's like at a, a baseball stadium or something. And this guy's filming this this other guy a couple rows ahead who takes a hot dog he sticks a straw through the middle of the hot dog so now and then pulls it out so now the middle of the hot dog is it is a straw essentially <laughs> oh, no. and then he sticks that in his beer and starts drinking his beer through his glizzy straw 
Wow. And it, and of course, the first thing that people do is they tag Martin Houseburg <laughs> in the comments. And they're like, is this you? <laughs> That's hilarious. And and then anytime there's something... Is this you? <laughs> there's, yeah. Anytime there's something weird, like, like, I don't know, some weird idea for a beer that's like a joke, especially, you know, April Fool's, they do all these yeah. funny things. Uh, everyone's like, Martin House, don't get any ideas. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a, it's a whole joke even on the internet about Martin, the beers that Martin House Still brews. Stuff they make. Okay, so the mayonnaise beer was within, that's like par for the course for them. Yeah, for sure. Oh, so that's great. Yeah, I think we, we did an episode about them didn't we yeah i think we did and yeah it, it just I, I i it amazes me how many like crazy beers come out of there how many crazy beers actually kind of taste good from them and okay. then also how just how many like they also produce really really good beers too yeah i think it's probably just audience capture that's like what they have well that's that's a different phenomenon that's like when you tailor your content to your audience but it's more like they're at this point they have like patreons like real life patreons like yeah they just have a community that's gonna buy anything they make so it's empowered them to just do anything they want which is really cool that's kind of yeah that's it's where you want to be like yeah it's really fun because they like they've had some birthday cake beers and stuff they're like birthday cake sours that are just phenomenal like like, who's gonna make a birthday cake sour yeah yeah and it's really good but that sounds so good to me. Yeah. It's just, you, you can like taste this yellow cake batter, but also this like, but it has just enough sourness. Like, I don't know. It's just so weird, but it's so good. So. Okay. Next time they make one of those, you gotta let yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm flying in. Yeah. So that's Martin House. That's some fun beer news. Uh, other things. Let's see. So I think I might've, this might've happened before we went off, but I was able to get tickets for the Firestone Walker Invitational. Yes. I knew you got tickets. <clears throat> and they came out with the beer list. The, or the, not the beer list, but the brewery list. Okay. So I'll pull that up because uh, yeah, super, super excited. Of course, I'm excited about Weldworks because I'm always excited about Weldworks. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm a big Weldworks fan now. That uh... Yeah, I just love everything they bring. But uh, some of the, the ones that like are going to be here that aren't... You know, they don't come to the Great American Beer Festival and that, that kind of stuff. Uh, Three Floyds. Ah, oh, Three Floyds. Alvarado. Best. Yeah, Alvarado Street from Monterey. Everything. Everything they make is just so good. Bailbreaker. Mm-hmm. Always love to see them. Side Project is another big one that, like... That'll be ne- fun. Yeah, it was never on my radar. And then at some point, I started to get, like, more aware of this brewery that like everybody wanted to get like, yeah. something from them so well i think we talked about like the ta- it was almost like the tavor craze that they got on there right and there mm-hmm. was some like uh lo- some of the locals got kind of mad that the beer was getting yeah. sold online and then it was selling out like in a second and yeah yeah it's cra- crazy yeah for sure i think they're from st louis and yeah definitely that the People in that area who love them and know them, um, they they don't like <laughs> the fact that <laughs> it's out on Tamworth. I mean, they, so far, I don't think they've put anything super crazy out okay. on Tavor that's like, you know, their top, top beers. Uh, but, you know, who knows? We'll see. Yeah. Other half will be their uh, Revolution from Chicago. Mm-hmm. That's pretty exciting. 
and Monkish Trillium. Nice. <laughs> that one I'm pretty excited about. Yeah, dude, this is gonna uh, be insane. Yeah, so I'm very, very, very excited. It's gonna be a cool weekend. We're gonna go to Hearst Castle. It's my wife's birthday, so we're going out there. Oh, we're gonna go. cool. Yeah, she loves Hearst Castle, so we're gonna do a couple um, tours there, and then Paso Robles, where Firestone Walker is. It's also a big wine area. It's like a mini little okay. Napa down there. Tons of wineries. So we'll probably drink some wine too that weekend. And yeah, it's going to be really cool. Oh, I'm jealous. I've actually never been to Hertz Castle. It's like one of those things that I live really close to. Not close to, but... Yeah, it's kind of funny. It's actually terribly unclose. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, it's like it's probably six hour drive for you, right? Yeah, I guess you're right. It's not you that know, like, close. Okay. Because it's I like Central California bad. and also like coastal so you kind of have to go like down and out to the coast it's yeah it's yeah very it's actually right it's a really bad drive for me yeah and it's not like, i want to go there accessible because i yeah. i always think of um you know hewell hauser <laughs> it was called Ca- california's gold oh okay yeah yeah. Then, like he's like a host right like a, he's like, like a, a host and he has the mentality of like a seven-year-old <laughs> where he's just like super happy and he's just Every day of his life is, like, the greatest day of his life. Gotcha. There's, like, a highlight reel when he passed. And there, I think it's Hertz Castle. I'll send you... It's, like, a five-minute <laughs> tribute to him. And he's at the... I think it's called the Neptune Pool or whatever. That really yeah. amazing pool. Yeah. And he uh-huh. goes... He looks, like, dead in the camera. And he's like, this pool really speaks to me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's like... And he, but he's not... It's, it's not a character. It's just him. Yeah, yeah. It's like, he's such a genuine person. I'll send it to you. But yeah, so ever since I saw that clip, I'm like, dude, I want to go to Hertz Castle. Because, like, that episode makes it look incredible. Like, it's such a Yeah, it is really place. cool. Yeah. It is, it is pretty cool. My wife and I did a, a trip down Highway 1, oh, down the awesome. coast. Yeah. We did that back, uh, I think I was in nursing school at the time. But yeah, so we took, we basically stayed on Highway 1 as much as we possibly could all the way down the coast. And that was one of our stops. The other cool thing right there, if you're at, if you're it's during the right time of year, mm-hmm. uh, is the elephant seals. Oh. So so right there on the beach, like close to where Hearst Castle is, like in San Simeon, there's a huge. It's just a yearly mating area for elephant seals. Oh, okay. So the beach is like covered in elephant seals, these ginormous seals, and they're like making all this noise and they're mating and they're screaming at each other and <laughs> fight, fighting over mates. You know what I mean? Like it's really, really cool. It's that really sounds cool. wild. It's like uh, something that would be on like that Planet Earth 4K yeah, special, exactly. but you can like to like go there in person. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, if you go at the right time of year. It, that you get to see the elephant seals, which is just a really cool experience. And uh, yeah, Hearst Castle. So it's cool. It's just, yeah, it is very, um, it's like not, it's not easy to get to here. <laughs> really. <is> yeah. <laughs> so. All right. Well, in a couple years, when my daughter is a bit older, we'll, we'll do a couple's trip. And I'll, I'll hand her off to grandma or something. Yeah, exactly. And you can, we'll go to the invitational and we can, you, you guys can take us to Hearst Castle. <laughs> All right, so let me think what else I need to catch up on. So I have a new job. Oh yeah, it's let's, a, let's it's hear a beer about it. job. <laughs> You're in the industry now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so 
I I must have just already been following this on Instagram. I probably just you know I follow like everything I possibly can um, beer related and. It's, it was called the ATX, which is the like what we use for the Austin area, ATX Beer Bus, Austin Beer Bus. And they posted something about hiring. And so I kind of looked into it, and I, I thought it was really cool because basically the guy that owns the Austin Beer Bus, James Lapari, he is a certified Cicerone. <gasps> really? Yeah. And he built this business – he he's been in the Austin beer scene for a long time. He's written for um, different Austin beer publications. He was a home brewer himself. He's worked as a brewer at different breweries. And one of the things that I thought this was kind of funny when you were talking about the brewery subreddit. One of the things he hated about being a beer brewer was that he only he he was like so immersed in that one brewery's beer. Oh, like he didn't really get to drink much of anything else right like one the beer he was brewing was free (laughs) for him to drink (laughs) right right and then he was only hanging out with the people that he worked with so it was just like a small group he wasn't really like branching out getting much exposure to or like more time to talk to other people and he's he's just a guy that like likes to talk to people and socialize and so it was just he didn't like being confined to that one brewery so he decided to start this business called the austin beer bus and basically he customizes brewery tours in and around the austin area he has a big shuttle bus that carries i think like 14 people he also can like rent out other buses and stuff if he needs bigger groups or or he has more than one tour going on but he does have the he owns the one bus okay and he curates these tours so if you're a big group you want to go on a brewery tour you let him know like how big your group is what kind of experience you want to have you know he does all sorts of things like bachelor parties batch you know bachelor bachelorette parties you know any any type of thing so you know 21st birthdays (laughs) that kind of stuff so so you get sort of a wide range of people and a wide range of like craft beer knowledge and stuff okay or what kind of beers they like so he tries to pick the breweries based on what kind of beers they like, what experience they want to have, you know, that kind of, that type of thing. And then he builds this tour for them, uh, like usually three or four stops. And, and he'll even include like a distillery or a winery or like a craft cocktail place, that kind of stuff, if, if that's what he thinks they, they want. So, But he just knows, he's very knowledgeable about the beer and alcohol scene in Austin. So he's, and he, he knows a lot of these people and he's, spends a lot of his time in breweries drinking the beers and stuff so he's very knowledgeable about their each brewery and the beers that they brew and that kind yeah. of stuff so it's just a really cool i mean there's a couple different beer tours in austin but this one is just very unique in that it's got a cicerone who's leading it and curating and making it very very private and uh, unique to whatever you, you the experience you want to have so so i just kind of looked into it. I really liked it. And so I reached out to him and said, Hey, like if you need people, um, you know, I'd love to sort of learn about this, the beer scene in this area and just kind of become more knowledgeable, maybe resource and network while doing it. And so I've been driving for him for a few weeks now. I've, I've done three tours total with him. And, oh, that's uh, so fun. It's pretty cool. So I've been, I mean, almost every brewery we've been to, I had not been to before. There's been a few I've been to before, but, but yeah, 
a lot of exposure to new breweries. And I don't get to drink at all, basically. Right, because you're driving um, the bus. Because I'm driving, <laughs> yeah. It's not not a good look. But I do taste a few things yeah, like at each place. Um, a sip or two, yeah. Yeah, and I try to like buy beer, buy to-go beer. Like That's what, where I got this beer. I was on a tour, and we were at Beerberg, and that's where I picked up this oyster stout. So I try to support the breweries that I'm at uh, with at least some to-go beers. Yeah. Makes me feel a little less guilty about like just trying some beers because they'll just give me a bunch of tasters and then I'm like, okay, thanks. <laughs> Bye. <Buy anything. laughs> well, I mean, you're like, no, that seems reasonable though. I mean, you just brought like a bunch of people there to drink yeah, on the yeah. tour. It's like I'm sure they're happy. Like they like yeah. probably love when the bus pulls up. <laughs> yeah, love it or hate it, I'm not sure. <laughs> oh yeah. Depends. If we're on our fourth stop, they probably hate it. Yeah. When, <laughs> depends on how wild the party is, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I. That's so uh, cool. Yeah. So it's kind of fun. A lot of it for me is the uh, yeah, like intoxication management and keeping keeping people on schedule. Uh huh. Which, which again gets harder and harder as we get <laughs> deeper into on. the yeah. <laughs> into the tour. But it is very fun, and the people are always super cool and happy to be you know, drinking and <laughs> getting some extra piece and having some fun. So no, that's awesome. Yeah. That sounds really cool. I'm jealous. Cause you're like, I don't, we always joked about how, like when we retire or like when I retire, I'm going to go become a tour guide, like one day a week at you know, like one of the Russian local, rivers, yeah, Russian yeah. river, Sierra Nevada, and just like do it. They don't even have to pay me. I'll just be like, oh, <laughs> like I'm retired. Hopefully I'll have money, but like, yeah. Yeah. And then it's just to like kind of be, in the scene and absorbing people's excitement about beer that's really cool yeah so that's kind of like how this is it's just that this is like one of those jobs although i have to keep my full-time job yeah obviously <laughs> yeah unfortunately it's cool it's fun i really like james who does it it's fun getting to talk to him and uh you know it's interesting seeing how like he's you know there's just again it's that brewery thing of like of starting a brewery you know it's like starting a business i mean he started this austin beer bus like three months before covid hit oh wow that's so challenging and then basically had to you know work through Write that it and, out. Yeah. um so super difficult but he's like super committed to this business and yeah um really giving people a really not only a good experience and a fun experience but also being able to you know, really use his beer expertise to introduce people to craft beer, which is, you know, which is exactly what we like to do. With less yeah, expertise. no, that sounds awesome. <laughs> we got less. We were not Cicerones. <laughs> Did it make you want to study your flashcards some more? Yeah, it does. And then it doesn't. <laughs> yeah, it's intimidating. Um, no, that's really cool. Because now and I have I bet, less time. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah, it's eating up some of your free time. But I'm sure like, the coolest part of that too is like you probably get you're gonna get like intimately familiar with like the local beer scene because yeah. probably like you said you haven't been to a bunch of the breweries yeah and it's really cool he's super like he's um very supportive of the podcast oh nice. and we so like that. He, like, <laughs> he tags us in all his posts and he tells people about the podcast tells the guests about the podcast and stuff like that so it's just really cool and we should honestly have him on um sometimes yeah soon. let's do it we need um, a guest because he i'm um, he i guarantee he would love to just talk about his business for hours 
we can ask him some tips of how to become a Cicer- how to study for the Cicerone test. <laughs> yeah. Drink lots of beer. That's number one. Right. Yeah. Oh, we got, we got that, that out of the way. We got yeah. that out of the way. Yeah, it's just I can't tell the difference of honest. <laughs> there's so many styles, but um, well, that's really cool, Steven. I had seen some of that stuff on Instagram, but now I know the whole story. This is like the first time we've actually talked <laughs> since the baby came. Yeah, we've been texting a little bit, but yeah, good to see your face. Babies are a lot of work, man. <laughs> that's true. Almost as bad as having a puppy. <laughs> uh, uh, like 500 times harder than a puppy. It's like the same. <laughs> well, to be fair, I've never had a puppy. puppy but. Uh, that's great. Whew. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's uh, it's hard, man. Welcome to the life. I feel like every parent, and now I'm like part of the. I get to be part of the secret club. I mean, most of, I guess most of, a lot of humanity is in the club, but I'm sure you guys look at us, you know, expectant parents to be of your first child, and you're just like, sucker. My, my, yeah, exactly. <laughs> my sweet summer child. As our mutual friend Matt said, and he said this like two years before we decided to have a kid, and I remember hearing it, but I didn't fully understand it until nine weeks ago. He said, before you you don't understand like no matter how busy your life seems how demanding your job is before you have children you are on vacation 24 7 (laughs) i was like what does he mean like i'm not on vacation (laughs) like i have to work i have no time to do anything well matt i now understand what you meant (laughs) and i was indeed on vacation 24 Yeah, I don't know. I, I, the uh, I'm sure it comes back, but the uh, the amount of time I have, the amount of free time I have, has been uh, drastically reduced. And it makes yeah. you wonder, like, what did I used to do with all that time? Yeah, I think that's the uh, the thing that you don't realize. But you know, I think that's what Matt is talking about. Is like you're on vacation before that. Like you you don't you don't know what you don't know. You don't know that you have so much time. You know, it feels like <laughs> you don't. Yeah, and then. When you have the kid, it's like you're spending all this time, you know, taking care of the kid. And you realize, like, well, I guess it's the same amount of hours in the day. I just must have been doing something else. But I just don't know. <laughs> well, it's funny because luckily I have my work. I got 12 weeks off. So I'm really fortunate to be in that situation. But it's so funny how, like, the time is just getting devoured like the baby will wake up in the night and then we go through what it's like you're basically in the twilight zone where you're like in an endless cycle of like a three hour cycle of like change the baby feed the baby get the baby to go back to sleep and then it just happens three hours again yeah (laughs) and like time has lost all meaning like and it's (laughs) like taking it feels like i've been in this stage for like an eternity but also like the 12 weeks is like almost over and i'm like oh my gosh i have to go back to work and like i don't understand how time is going so fast and so slow (laughs) (laughs) oh that doesn't sum up having kids (laughs) i don't know what like way too fast way too slow yes and i'm like anticipating like if you're a little older you can do this but then like every time we take a picture of her and she's a little bit bigger we're like no don't get bigger stay small 
but yeah 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 and i think too uh especially between a first and a second kid i remember like you want the first kid to you want them to walk right you want yeah. them to you want them to crawl, you want them to walk, you want them to do all the stuff. And then the second kid, you're like, you don't have to do that that soon. Especially the walking because they just want to go. You know, it's harder to keep track of them when they right. walk. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so then you realize, like, oh, no, 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 don't want them to walk. And then, of course, inevitably, they start walking a lot sooner than your first kid. So, yeah, just stuff like that. It's just, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, somebody they want to chase around. So, yeah, it's just um, unbelievably hard. Oh. And there you go, my kids, back from the pool. <laughs> so, yeah. Anyway, sorry, that was a tangent. This is going to be a very tangential uh, episode. All right, it's okay. Let's see how many listeners we <laughs> we retained. Eh. If, they, they are, if they're a dedicated subscriber, <laughs> they already know that uh, it isn't an attenuation episode if there isn't, like, 45 minutes of tangents. <laughs> <laughs> they're going to get notified this week of an episode and be like what yeah, i'm back baby <laughs> well back weekly or back uh, just as often as you can <laughs> as often as i can he's back he's fully back people Let's shoot for bi-weekly for now and then we'll see if we can get back to weekly his liver can't handle weekly drinking now it's gotta... yeah i gotta i gotta get used to drinking again it was actually really funny my wife last tangent and then we'll talk about well we can wrap up with some more beer news but um or if you have story time with Steve. I guess we kind of did with your new job. But yeah, my poor wife, my wife was kind to me because obviously she didn't want to drink during pregnancy. And she did not require me to be in solidarity with me because she knows I have a beer podcast. So she's like, you can drink. It's fine. But she hasn't drank, obviously, throughout the pregnancy. And then so she yeah. got her first margarita the other day. Nice. And it was so funny because she's like, I don't I haven't drank for so long. Like. Just give me like we so we actually measured like five ounces, and then she, so she just drank like you know the total standard one drink like by the definition eighteen percent five ounces or whatever, yeah. and she was so funny because she was like so loopy it was like it was almost like it was the first time she ever drank, oh and the next gosh. day she was like I think I'm hungover like how is this even possible, <laughs> like we well, haven't drank for so long like so yeah I'm a little bit in the same boat I don't think I'm as bad as her because it hasn't been as long but <laughs> so, it doesn't yeah. take much to get your liver primed yeah it'll it'll catch back up but. But that's okay because we had to get her. Uh, actually, our real close friends had a baby three months before ours, so we're kind of experiencing the same thing. Uh, and I, we coordinated that we're going to try to get them out on Mother's Day to, because they really want to go out, you know, have yeah, have lunch and have a margarita. So we're training yeah. her for her first trip into the you know the wild. Nice. <laughs> or she drinks like a restaurant margarita, which will definitely be stronger than her little measured the, out one. Yeah, the measured out one we made. So <laughs> nice. So yeah. All right, cool. So tangent after tangent. Do we have anything? Do we want to talk about beer? <laughs> anything uh, else we have to talk about beer? Well, we did have the World Beer Cup Awards this week. Oh yeah. Just a couple of days ago, I think. So those awards were announced. Always really cool just to see what wins. Um, like, I, I always, oh, I hear a baby crying. What? <laughs> She's That's her debut on the podcast. <laughs> um, yeah, it's always fun to just sort of see um, what stands out to me 
obviously there's tons of breweries that I have never heard of. Um, so it's just kind of cool to see that. Um, but it's also cool to see the ones that I have heard of that won. I mean, Allstadt Brewing, which is a all-German style, very authentic German style brewery in Fredericksburg, which is just a little west of Austin. Uh, they're Hefeweizen won gold. So that's always cool, especially if you're trying to make a style the best you can make it, right? Like the most authentic you can make it. And to win gold is sort of like just a nice validation of <laughs> uh, what you're doing. So that's really cool. Um, just a lot of like Austin area breweries, uh, Real Ale Brewing, one for a like a wooden barrel aged sour beer. Um, Austin Beer Works got silver in that same category i believe pint house pizza won an award or pint house brewing i should call it <laughs> i call it pint house pizza it's really only one of their spots is technically the pizza place <laughs> but it's the one i go to so they call it the chuck e cheese of all the pint house locations wait really why yeah because there's like four or five pint house locations and it just is the one that's like I don't know. It's it's the one that gets the most families and kids running around. Oh, uh, okay. And, um, it's a pizza place, and I think they do they do more in food sales than they do in beer sales. It's like percentage wise, like it's much higher there than any other location. Like they all have food, but that that one is like where people go to eat more than to drink beer or something. I don't know. So that's funny. Yeah, so they call it, the like actual owners of Pine House. They call that one the Chuck E. Cheese location. <laughs> uh, that is really funny. You know the other one, and I don't know when they. I'll have to look up when they open. But Moxa Brewing. Have you heard of Moxa? So I think it's in Rockland. Oh okay. But they're huge. Like I mean, they're they have a pretty big following, and their beers are supposedly really really good. But they got silver in the hazy IPA category oh, okay. for, for their nectar, Nectaronis Prime <laughs> and, and Moonraker won gold. Yeah, I was going to say Moonraker is on here for juicy or hazy Imperial IPA. Yeah, that's pretty exciting. Yeah, they're amazing. <laughs> that's some validation for me, too, because I always thought that they were like their hazies were just a, a class above everyone else's. Oh, yeah, they are. I mean, and I, I didn't know if I was right about that or. But I, yeah, Moonraker's pretty legit. Unfortunately, it's like on the cusp. I'm close to it, but not like that close. Because we went that one day, we we Ubered. But it's like an hour. Best away. day ever. Yeah. Oh, it was so fun. <laughs> that was so fun. We gotta come back. You gotta come back. We'll do that again. But yeah, it's kind of like I could go, but it's like it's a pretty huge commitment. It's a trip. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, yeah, it's kind of like it's pretty similar to me going to Jester King. Like, okay, yeah, it, it's a true trip, forty-five minutes to an hour at least to get there, and it's great, but you have to like make a day of it. Or, yeah, because then you figure if you're drinking, you gotta have a yeah. window to sober up, and like, yeah, that's yeah. why it was nice when we didn't have to drive. Yeah, so that's kind of some Alvarado Street, who I mentioned, is going to be at uh, the Firestone Walker Invitational. They won an award. Twenty-first um, Amendment got a bronze. Yeah, for their for El Soli, El right? Soli. Yeah, that Mexican-style lager. Yeah, that's pretty impressive. Uh, Sierra Nevada won for their sunny little thing. Oh, cool. They got a silver medal. New Bell's <laughs> Voodoo Ranger Juice Force. Oh, really? <laughs> a Voodoo Ranger, man. Uh, Verboten, which is um, in like North Denver, <laughs> they 
make one of my favorite beers rolling is the watermelon that's the watermelon goza they won a bunch of awards i think it was like two or three at least so that was cool it's just cool to see new glaris won gold for their vintage 2022 in the belgian style sour ale which doesn't surprise me (laughs) we gotta go to new glaris it's the only way we're gonna get to drink their beer yeah one day we that that really has to be our next trip i agree yeah have to do a wisconsin wisconsin here we come yeah wisconsin michigan or wisconsin and something i don't know or just wisconsin i don't i mean we'll figure it out we'll look at the logistics we will be pretty close to michigan but that would be fun all right sir well Well, my baby's crying i was gonna say baby's crying (laughs) we gotta wrap it up wrap it up (laughs) i'm gonna go rescue my wife we got our first round of vaccines this week so baby's very fussy vaccines are brutal all right well if you want to reach us this is uh you can email us at contact.attenuation at gmail.com we're also on instagram at attenuation.podcast this has been episode 96 of attenuation of your podcast my name is jason and i'm joined by my best friend since eighth grade steven that's me and we are saying cheers and we'll see you hopefully pretty soon probably in a couple weeks for episode 97 we're almost to 100 we gotta do something special we gotta make it oh we're gonna make it but we gotta do like i don't know think of a theme for number 100 some sort of celebration theme yeah we can like revisit our favorite episodes or i don't know something oh i like it yeah all right sir well it's been a pleasure and we'll see you soon all right cheers man cheers thanks for listening to this week's episode of attenuation a beer podcast don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and follow us on instagram or facebook for more fun content catch you next week cheers